Celebrating the people, places, and stories that make Manitoba great. Plus a few random thoughts here and there. This is Between Two Shows with Drew and Carly. Carly, you can finally say it this time because we're on episode 35. Episode 35. This is how old you are. I was going to say in years. Yes, that is how we keep track of birthdays. uh Years. Yeah. Um, So you've just turned 35. We now have episode 35 out there. This is a good one. I thought you were going to say it was a milestone. That's that's what I was TUF 35 is a milestone. Honestly, every birthday should be celebrated. Oh, I'm Uh, talking about episode of the podcast milestone. Oh, episode of the podcast milestone. Yeah, for sure. This is a nice, I keep saying rounded number. You say, no, it's not. A rounded number is like a number that ends in zero, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a nice halfway. Mark then through that. So wait, we're halfway to what seventy? You say, or halfway through the thirties? Halfway through the thirties. Wow, you look for a lot of vacations to celebrate, but you know what? I like it. I like it. I'm here for it, and that is why we hope that you're here too, because you enjoy uh, the hijinks of uh, Carly and I. Uh, I did not know this, Carly, until this episode, but uh, you were a techie long before being a techie was cool. Yeah, I had uh, I had some tech, you could say. In the 90s. Yeah, so uh, we're going to go for a little bit of retro tech uh, to keep your most private and personal thoughts safe in uh, about 1996, 1997. Also, there was a very special guest who made a virtual appearance at uh, my boyfriend's hockey draft recently. Whoa. Um, can we at least get, can we go a little bit more with the hints? Former Jet? Is that okay? Former Jet. Let's go with that. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Um, and you could have this former Jet be a part of your life as well. Uh, plus, sharing vegetables with family. Normally, no big deal. But there is one caveat. And also, I had a chat with uh, Steph Johnson, and she was driving at the time while well, her husband was driving her. She was in the passenger seat on the phone with me, so you can definitely tell that she's in a car during the interview. Uh, it's, she was driving from Selkirk to Gimli, and Ooh, Steph Johnson wow. is the lead singer. On, hi- on Highway 8 or 9? I don't know the highways. I mean, Highway 9 would be the most direct, but then you have to slow down at Winnipeg Beach, Sandy Hook, etc. You didn't ask that in the interview? That sounds like a nice drive. I know, I needed you there with me because you're you're the Gimli guy. But uh, Steph Johnson is one half of Scene, and they have some really cool stuff going on. So that is episode 35. We can't say all that and more because that is literally it. We Just those things on episode 35 of Between Two Shows, which kicks off right now. Between Two Shows with Drew and Carly. What's the last thing you had to save up for? And like when you're a kid, that's like a big thing, you know, like yeah, you, you get your allowance or your birthday money, you're saving up for something. Um, what is the last thing that you saved up for? Because it feels I don't better. I've saved up for something since I've had a credit card. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Honestly, just, like there's just like, okay, sure, I'll buy it. Okay. Yeah. Save up for? Okay, well then. Like let- I saved up for a car. Okay. All right. So then, yeah, let's rewind the clock then. So um, thinking back to the, the days when you were growing up, what was one of the big things that you saved up for and you're super proud, super happy, super excited that you got to get it? I don't know. Probably a Dear Diary or something. What's a Dear Diary? What? Just a regular diary? Dear Diary? Hello? Tech God? Did it, t- it, it, was... did it talk? Oh my gosh. Can you Google Dear Diary? Oh, it's no. It's a pink handheld item that you type into. Oh, You wait. type your diary. This... You type your daily journal. Dear Diary. This is kind of ringing a bell. Dear Diary. They probably retailed Ooh. for like, I don't know, $25 or something. Dear Diary toy. Well, you were the one who had to save this up for it. it. This is it. This is exactly oh, what I have. Yeah, I remember. $90! Oh, that's on eBay. I used one. This exact one I had. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's like, uh, it's it's has a keyboard on it, a clamshell case. It's like pink, purple, whatever, with mm. a tiny like Game Boy style screen. This does not look like you would 
want to trust your secrets in there. But I bet there was a password on there, right? <laughs> it's so funny that there's like uh, a mirror on it too. There was a mirror on it? Yeah. Oh. Isn't that the screen? No, that's a mirror at the top. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that was the last thing I saved up for. Now going for 90 bucks was, on eBay. Was it worth it? That might get me organized. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what you need. <laughs> that was the last time I thought about organization in my life. <laughs> what was the last thing that you saved up for? I mean, the last thing in my adult life was this um, tool chest, which sounds really boring, but it's neon green, which I felt like was very frivolous um, because it was 100% the color that inspired me to want to buy this tool chest. I'm like, I don't even have enough tools to justify a tool chest, but the tools that I do have now are very well spaced in there. My hammer drawer has four hammers in there, so that's really nice. Uh, my pliers drawer has about five sets of pliers in there. So again, they're not full, but they're very well spaced. And it feels good when you've saved up for something and then you get that thing that you're saving up for. I'm sure you had the same experience when you bought that uh, dear diary <laughs> it is a nice feeling i should go back to that in my life saving up for things mm-hmm. or being organized and writing things down uh all of the above honestly sharing fun stories and chatting with cool people whenever you want it welcome to between two shows with Drew and carly joining me on the phone right now one half of mise on scene is steph johnson steph this is super cool you guys have your own beer coming out Girl, dreams come true. I am so, so excited. Oh, my gosh. Not only is my face on a beer, but our album is the beer's title. Like, it's the beer's name. It's the kind of beer that it is. So I'm so, so, so excited. Okay, I want to talk about how this all came to be because it is celebrating the one-year anniversary of your album, Winnipeg, California. Tell us a little bit about Mise en Scene for those who are not familiar. So we are an indie rock band based in Gimli and in Winnipeg, and we've been playing for about 10 years now, which is crazy. We've toured the world, um, we've released three full-length records, and uh, yeah, we're just two gals who met in art school and dropped out and started a band. Oh, I love that story. Honestly, this is a movie waiting to happen. I know. I gotta get someone to write our screenplay. It'd be so much fun. To do. Seriously. Okay, and for those who aren't familiar, how would you describe your sound? Well, we actually, it's kind of funny. So, Winnipeg, California being like the album title of our, of our, well, it's our beer, it's our beer, and it's also our album. It kind of actually, I think, fits with our sound because we're very, like, we've got a lot of pop sensibility, catchy cooks, all that stuff, rock and roll. That's kind of California, but then we're also kind of edgy and grungy, and that's kind of Winnipeg. So... I think our, we sound like Winnipeg, California. Honestly, yeah. There, there's also like a beachy vibe to it as well. So Winnipeg, California, super great idea. Absolutely love that. And now you have your own beer coming out to celebrate the one-year anniversary of this album. How did that come to be? Okay, so this is just like a social media moment of what happened. So we are nominated for um, two Western Canadian Music Awards, uh, one for Rock Artist of the Year and the other for Songwriter of the Year, which we are so, so excited about. And Cork Brewing is a sponsor of the event. And we had Jody, a uh, drummer of the band, said on social media at Pork Brewing, hey, we should make a Winnipeg, California beer. And they replied right away. And they're like, absolutely. And so we just started talking. And what's so great is that they actually have a California common style ale that they already make that's very popular. And so they suggested, why don't we add some Manitoba hops to that? to make it a Winnipeg, California beer. So it's like a California common with Manitoba hops. Oh my goodness. And you got to see a whole bunch yeah. of the of the behind the scenes of the making of the beer as well, right? Yeah, 
we got to go to the brewery when they were put, and we got to put the hops in, and they've just recently all the cans have just gotten all the stickers put on them. And so Jody and I actually designed the can, so we're so pumped on that too. And yeah, it's just like honestly, it's just I can't even believe it's happening. It's just I'm so excited. Okay, so the beer is going to be launched on October 23rd, and where can we find it after that? Do we know yet? Yes. Yeah, so it'll be in select uh, liquor marts across Manitoba. So check your liquor store, see if they've got it, maybe request it if they don't. I'm sure it'll be at Torque Brewing as well. And if anyone's in Gimli, Manitoba, it'll be on tap at the Ship and Plow. And um, it'll definitely be at the uh, Gimli liquor store and the Osborne Village liquor store and I think the Grand Park liquor store. So definitely at those locations and maybe more across Manitoba. Oh, I love it. Okay, so obviously we are still in the pandemic. You got to play one show recently. How was that? Oh my gosh, it was surreal. Um, we had an awesome show. We played at the Burt. Like the first show back was the first time we ever played the Burton Cummings Theater. It's like a little bit like, whoa, very intense, but so awesome. We played with the Sheepdogs and Said the Whale and another little band, the Rippers, and it was just so much fun. And just seeing people and playing in front of them live was just, I didn't, you didn't, it's weird. You don't think you're going to miss something like that. And then all of a sudden you're playing and you can't believe you're playing it. But you're also kind of like, am I doing something wrong? You don't know like exactly like how to feel, but it was incredible because that was the first time we were able to play live since we released the record because we unfortunately got caught right in the pandemic when we were releasing this record oh. so we have a bit of a pandemic album uh, album release so to play live in front of all those people at such an amazing historical Winnipeg venue it was just oh my god just amazing Okay, so now we've learned a very valuable lesson here. You put it out there, it could totally happen. Jody, you know, took a shot on social media and now you got your beer. So what's the next thing you want to happen? Oh my gosh, you know, now that, now that every, you know, dreams are limitless now, it's, you know, we can achieve anything through social media. So looks like we're just going to have to start just continue doing that. Maybe I can get on a Wheaties box next. Well, there you go. Yeah, honestly, I believe in manifestation. And I also believe in the power of social media. So I'm very happy to see this happen for you. Please stay in touch. We want to know uh, when we'll get to see you in Winnipeg. We're looking very much forward to that. And uh, we look. I look forward to trying this beer as well. Yes, me too. I actually haven't fully tried it yet. So what? I'm also just as, I well, I had a little taste when they were brewing it, right. but it just tasted like sweet water. So and no real taste yet. So I'm so excited. But I was really proud because I we made this little quick tag about the taste of the beer. We said it combines the richness of the Hollywood sign with the bitterness of garbage hill. Oh, I love it. That is so <laughs> perfect. Oh my goodness. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. I am totally going to think of that when I try it. And hopefully I get to try it really soon. And so do you. Same for you. I think it's going to taste yes. even better coming out of the can with your photo on it. That's insane. I Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna just be such a moment of wow this is an amazing bucket list item i didn't even know i had on my bucket list and now i get to cross that off so amazing i love Life it good. thank you so much <laughs> steph yeah thanks for having me between two shows with drew and carly Carly, you shared something with me that I thought was the most brilliant idea and super unattainable, but actually totally doable and super cool. And I think more people need to know about it so they can do it for their friends and impress them all. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, this past Friday, my boyfriend got together with his fantasy hockey league. There's uh, 12 guys in total. And uh, because the new season is going to begin right away, they were doing their draft. 
So they make their teams. So they get together. They're all sitting on their laptops at one house, and they have to decide the drafting order. Yeah, but one I mean, to twelve. But I mean, that doesn't necessarily be that exciting of a thing. However, they turned it into an event because they hired a special guest to do that for them. Mm-hmm, and yeah. it was two guys on the team got together. They had the great idea of uh, contacting Timo Solani, and because he is available, not Cameo. It's called Mimo. Are you familiar with it? No. So I guess it's like Cameo, and they, you know, messaged him, paid him, obviously. And I find that those Cameo videos can be kind of awkward. Uh, they got to be awkward for the celebrity filming them because it's like, okay, you got to wish this person a happy birthday. You got to talk for two minutes about a person you've never met. But they actually gave Timo Solani a task. They said, "Here's the twelve names." Uh, you need to write them on a piece of paper, rip that paper up, and uh, put them into a hat, and then draw the order. So he actually had something to do for the two minutes. I so think he loved that. I think he loved it, too, because he grabbed his uh, Winnipeg Jets helmet. He did? And he pulled up. No. Well, that just shows that you didn't watch the video. I did uh, watch the video. I don't remember seeing that in a helmet. Hi, Winnipeg boys. It's a Thermoserna here. Hope all is well. Well, Brandon reached me out, and uh, I guess you guys have a hockey pool or hockey league, and... Uh, he asked me to pick the right order for you guys, so that's how it works. All the names are here. My old Winnipeg Jets hockey helmet, 13. We shake it, and here we go. Yeah, so he drew the names out of his Winnipeg Jets helmet, and uh, it was super, super funny. And the guys that were all involved have been like quoting the video like all week long, which oh, I think really? is really funny. Yeah, because he kind of like apologized when he pulled like the the first person out, number twelve. He gets the last pick, right? So he's mm-hmm. like, "Sorry, Ruben," and he's just kind of been quoting it. And uh, and then quickly mentioned, you know, that Winnipeg, his time in Winnipeg was one of the, some of the best years of his life. He's made so many memories here. So I just thought it was like so well done and such a great idea. And I'm sure he. He was really appreciative because, yeah, he didn't have to awkwardly talk to someone on their birthday for two minutes that he's never met. Do we have any idea what the price was? How much does it cost to get Timo? I had heard that the price was like one fifty, and two guys split it. I've Honestly, spent $150 on way worse things before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's I haven't looked it up, but that's what uh, someone had said maybe it was. I thought it'd be way more, but very attainable, really great idea. Have a question for Drew and Carly? An idea for a podcast? Want to share your review? Record a voice memo and slide it into Drew or Carly's DMs on social media. You could be on an upcoming episode of Between Two Shows. Drew, what was the last thing, last trivial thing or silly thing that you got upset about? Maybe you got upset with yourself or someone else. Mm, I think I'm gonna need some inspo. Do you have an example that you can share? Mm, I have many. All Locked the time. and loaded. I always like overreact about the dumbest things, um, and then I regret it later. And I have to apologize um, often oh, that to Tim. The worst. Mm-hmm. That's the worst. But Tim is in control of the garden. That's his thing. I do the flowers all the other and, stuff yeah, around the house for sure. But he loves the garden. I think it's very therapeutic. It's the first thing he does when he gets home. He goes to the garden. Uh, you know. Pulls out whatever, tomatoes, beans, carrots, whatever. And the beets are still in the ground because we have not gone down to zero at night yet. So the beets are still there. Usually we would have them pulled out already and cooked and whatever. But the beets are still there. And every day when I get home, I love to take the dogs outside. And then I walk over the garden. I pull apart like these beet leaves and I look at this beet that's like already like coming out of the ground. It's so big. It's Mm -hmm. huge. Huge. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, we're going to be those people that have like one of those like not record book big or anything but like fairly big we'll get a photo we'll do it to scale like my head whatever too bad we don't have like the 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 fall fairs and stuff where you might be (laughs) able to put this in for a blue ribbon it's truly not that big and honestly I feel like the bigger the vegetable gets the less tasty it is like truly those zucchinis that are huge they suck 
<laughs> so this bee probably wouldn't even have been good. But the other day, Tim's parents came over. They were visiting in the yard, and I was not home. And then I came home later, and I saw, I went to go look, you know, as I do when I get home, look at the bee, just admire. <laughs> and it was not there. And I thought, okay, I know that I invite the squirrels to the yard, but there's no way that the squirrel would have the strength to pull this beet out of the ground. That was, was like, your not first the, thought. No, like like first a cartoon, <laughs> like the squirrel like pulled up its little fake arm oh, muscles, no. flexed, and just yanked that beet out of the ground. I'm going to hear about this from Tim, about how the squirrels are coming to the yard. They're still in our vegetables. But I thought, no way. That beet was huge. No way. Like, it was bigger than a softball at this point. Wow. That's my skill. So then I thought, oh, rabbits? No, we have a little fencing around it. Rabbits couldn't get in. So then I was like, what happened to the bee? Like, you pulled it out of the ground. Why would you do that? And he's like, I gave it to my parents. And I was like, oh, I'm such a bad person. Because then I was like mad about the fact that he gave it to his parents. They give us so much stuff from their garden, you know? Like, yeah. they give us all those cucumbers to make pickles with, you yeah. know? So I'm like, ah, oh. there are other beets and they are still in the ground. They but are not, growing, but, but that not was the, that one. I know, I not know. That one. I was so upset. No, this doesn't sound like an irrational reason to be mad carly i think you're totally justified <laughs> between two shows with drew and carly you mentioned right before we started recording uh this episode of the podcast carly that you were starting to get targeted ads for what uh dear diary because we've been talking about it so much lately i also started getting targeted ads but you can only buy it on ebay now so the prices are absolutely ridiculous yeah i said that they're like it's like over 80 bucks yes. which there's no way my parents bought me one for 80 bucks oh, no. back in the day no that would have been like that would have been like a 20 25 dollar purchase then but if we would have hung on to that tech um 80 to 90 bucks and like it wasn't like new in the box that was just like the loose leftover one that you forgot at your parents house and then rediscovered like you could be selling that for 80 or 90 dollars right now i know i know i don't want to mention it but like also i would love a purple and green yak back like I had back in the day. You don't need a yak back. You have <laughs> you you have enough platforms to hear yourself. Um, I think you're good on the yak. What would you do as a grown adult woman with a yak back? Um, I don't know. Probably what I did back then: record my dog's barks. That. <laughs> Because there's not enough dog barking in your house. When the dogs are actually barking, you don't want that. But you want to have it on your yak back. And with a yak back, like, you didn't, you just had one save file, right? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was that the was most it. recent thing that you did. And that was it. So yeah. You, so you would Two just, buttons on the whole thing. Yeah, Maybe that's where Apple got the concept, you know, just to, Apple doesn't even have buttons anymore, do they? <laughs> no, they're all. Gosh, I need a new phone so bad. <laughs> <laughs> or a Dear Diary or a Yak Back. Either way, uh, very excited to support you on your tech journey, Carly. Um, on episode 36 of Between Two Shows, we're going to be interviewing a local author who uh, we are both fans of for different reasons, uh, Maureen Fergus. Yeah, which is going to be so fun to, to chat about. I remember one time I was reading one of her books to uh, a, a grade four class, and uh, I didn't know one of the words. Oh, and, um, you know... I think like her books are for like ages five and up maybe, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I struggle in the front of an audience, so I can't wait to share that story with her. But you know what? You also got to explain to the audience, be like, you know what? Look, <laughs> no, even adults don't know everything there is out there. So I think that they got a, a valuable takeaway, and I think that the the teachers upped their screening methods. Um, they started giving you supplied books, right? Yeah. Uh, so, no, that's why I brought my own book, so that I wouldn't run into that situation. Oh, but then there was dear. a word I wasn't familiar with, and I thought, are you kidding me? Well, um, do you want me to bring you the book ahead of time? Because I've got it it's um it's actually a graphic novel her very first one. Oh, okay but it's also it's all it's also about animals so don't worry carly okay good love it all right so that'll be coming up on the next episode of between two shows as always we know that there's a lot of choices out there for podcasts so the fact that you are still here listening to this episode means so much to us so thank you for that yes thank you and if you feel the need uh, we would love if you could uh share a comment leave us a review 
I don't think people feel the need anymore. No one feels the need? Okay. Well, then I guess we're doing our jobs right. I, I mean, the last review that we had was in May. So it's been it's been a while since we had a review. So yeah, maybe maybe there's nowhere left to go. Maybe people just like it the way it is and that's that. Well, noted. We'll keep it as is. We won't touch this. Disney won't remake it, okay? Okay. Can't... <laughs> If Disney wants to swoop in and remake this, we sell. We sell right away. Before they can look too deep into it or ask any questions, we sign papers. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for episode 35. Wow, between two shows. Okay, bye. Thanks so much for listening to the latest episode of Between Two Shows. We always love hearing your thoughts on the podcast, so feel free to leave us a rating or review. Or you can reach out to us on social media at either at Drew Kozip or at Carly on Air. We hope you enjoyed our podcast this week and look forward to welcoming you back next week for another episode of Between Two Shows.